0: Hello, and welcome back to Unveiling the Matrix. I am the copper Color one, the one you call Brother Benson, also now known as one of the many truth-seekers that is sent here to help you find your way back home, here the- to spread the truth, and help you find your way back home. Uh, long story short, uh, the previous uh, podcast, Reaction uh, Podcast, which was a different one for me, I made a lot of mistakes there. Uh, The context was great, but uh, some of the things I was doing, uh, trying to upload and edits and stuff like that, it wasn't a great listening experience. So I re-uploaded what I felt comfortable with, and it's a better version or a better listening version. That's what I mean to say by that. So with all that being said and done, um, I'm making a new Uh, podcast that I'm titling uh, Jeremiah 29 verse 11 and uh, this verse is just keep popping up all over the place I guess just in in how I'm dealing when I know this has been dealt with like uh, many times over but again for the ones who are listening to me I want to make sure that you understand uh, what is being said in reference to Jeremiah, because it also ties into, actually, my last podcast, uh, which was a reaction and also dealing with, uh, you know, why we're not prospering and stuff like that. So I just thought I'll go ahead and uh, tag up uh, off of the last one there and uh, help you explain uh, or help explain to you Uh, What they're really saying in Jeremiah 11 because a lot of people are confused in reference to that So like I said, I know it's been dealt with but uh, I think you guys might need to know. So we're on the same page here okay, so uh, like I said, I kept seeing a verse pop up and uh, whether it was on YouTube or uh, wherever it was at that I kept seeing it and the problem was I'm, I'm looking in my Bible and I just I couldn't find that. I kept looking like Jeremiah twenty nine, eleven. I'm I'm not seeing this. And uh and the reason was because again, like I said before, there's different Bibles out here. There's different interpretations of stuff that's going on. So here's what I ran into with one I kept seeing. And uh I was like it's not making sense. But I'm gonna read. And this is out of the uh uh NIV and it says Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And uh, again, I swear, I was like, okay. And I mean, there's other ones because there's a bunch of Bibles out here. And that's why I keep saying there's, there's so many of them, it's hard to keep up with them. But <clears throat> that one I kept seeing pop up and the people were interpreting it all wrong and reference to, yeah, uh, that's what people go to and saying like, yeah, the most high, he wants us to prosper. At, uh, he wants us to have good wealth, uh, good this, good that, you know, bottom line is he doesn't want us to be poor, you know? And that's that that was the prevailing theme that I was getting in reference to this. And I'm like, uh, but that doesn't make any sense because he wasn't talking about wealth or prosperity uh, at that time. Again, this is why I keep saying he's only talking to a group of people. Those are his people, the chosen people, the people he said that we were saying that I'm saying the people of the book. That's that's who I am. That's who we are as a group. And uh, does that mean all people? Again, the most high loves all people, but he has a special, you know, again, like I tell the grandkids, you can say it all day if you want to. But hey, just like your parents, they have favorites. They can lie to you all they want. They got favorites. The most high has a favorite. So doesn't mean he don't love the rest of them. He just have a favorite. So with that being said, let's get back on track or let me get back on track. I said all this to say it had nothing to do with prosperity. It didn't have anything to do with wealth. It didn't have anything to do with the people today who are making it out. They're just taking that verse out of context. That's why you have to read all of uh, 29, really the whole book of uh, Jeremiah, and you'll get the understanding. And basically, this is the prophet Jeremiah. He was telling us that, hey, the Most High is telling you that you're going to go into captivity again. But this time, you're going to be there a while. Our people kept messing up. This is what I keep coming back to, keep referring back to, being a curse. You break the covenant, he's going to break it with you, you know. So, But in all his mercy and all his love for us, he was telling Jeremiah uh, specifically. And of course there was other prophets. You had, uh, Ezekiel, brother Ezekiel, out, Ezekiel out there. And, but he was telling Jeremiah, look, tell them they're going to be okay. This is what he was telling Jeremiah to tell us that he wants us to go into captivity. You know, he, he's going to have us taken, uh, to Babylon and, uh, we're going to uh, serve our time there, which, which at his time, was going to be seventy years now we didn't know that we didn't know how long we were going to be there but he said hey uh, you're gonna be there for for a while but you know I'm gonna bring you up out of there but I want you to have a good time you know best you can because you know again you're still in captivity but I still want you to uh to marry you know your sons to marry uh uh, uh the why wi- uh the daughters to marry husbands uh husbands to wives uh, I still want you to plant your gardens, built your houses, uh, whatever you need to do to make yourself comfortable while you're in captivity. I want you to do that. So the reason I'm saying all this now, or in reference to this, I'm going to try to tie all this together. It's the same thing here. Yeah. You're in America, you know, and wherever you're at, because again, we're spread out in the four corners of this earth. So I don't want to make it just seem like it's in America, whatever comes country that you're in being oppressed in he wants you to be uh uh comfortable where you're at but at the same time hey i'm gonna bring you back up out of there again like he said from the four corners but let's get back to on let me get back on topic here at that time he was talking to our brothers and sisters who were taken out of jerusalem and uh sent to uh, Babylon, uh, I believe that was a uh, King Nebuchadnezzar. And, uh, he said, Hey, you're going to serve your time there, but I want you to listen to me. It's, it's almost like he put us in a timeout. Like, Hey, you got, you got to come up out of here because you're not listening to me. So maybe if we can give you something to think about. Then you'll be happy when I bring you back. Cause that's what he said he was going to do, which he did do. So this is not all a lie. It's not all made up. It's not like we have to try to figure this out. These things happen. All you got to do is read it for yourself. But that brings me to uh, where I'm at now, because at the end of the day, like I said, I had to read uh, that because it wasn't making sense uh, to me. And uh, I went to uh, the King James Version and I said, okay, let me read what they're saying here. Okay, so let's read what it says in the King James Version, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. That's what it says there. Okay, so just like then, just like now, you know, our people, the ones being oppressed, four corners of this earth. We're not asking for wealth. We're not asking for prosperity. All we're asking for is peace. P-E-A-C-E. We want peace. We want to just think to ourselves, do for ourselves, and have peace. To be able to come and go as we feel we need to and serve our Father. That's it. We just want peace. That's all we want. We don't need the money. What what is it really all going to do for you anyway? You're just going to blow it on junk. But again, like I said, I'm not saying people can't have a life of abundance. Only thing that's going to do is make your job a lot harder trying to serve the most high. That's all it's going to do. So yeah, you can have it and you can do both, but it's just, it's just like the same thing. It's just like, uh, when he, he tells us that, uh, and a lot of people, again, get this misconstrued too, where he's like, yeah, you can drink. The Most High allow us to drink alcohol. That's what I'm trying to say. But here's the thing. Most people can't drink without getting drunk. And that's the problem. Therein lies the problem, because if you become drunk, now you didn't cross the line. You'd have went in and you have committed that sin of uh, being a drunkard. And drunkenness, and you're not going to inherit the kingdom of being a drunk. So that's what I mean by that. If you uh, have wealth, well, guess what? You can have wealth, but if you have too much of the wealth, which means you don't think about your creator, the most high, your father, then that wealth will kill you just like being a drunkard. You're not going to inherit the kingdom because all your thoughts, everything that you think about is going to be about your money. That therefore your 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 money is going to be your god. He told you you can't serve two masters. So that's what he meant meant by that. You 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 you're going to serve one or the other, and most people can't do both. So if you can, hey, more power to you. Abraham was able to do it, and uh, there's a couple other people who were able to do it, but they're 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 outliers. They're not people who normally uh, can do that and, and uh, and serve the Most High at the same time. So with that being said. That's why I keep saying he, he never said that you could not be wealthy. You can, but he is still going to be first. And most people can't do that. Just like with drinking. Can most people drink without getting drunk? There, there is the problem. If you can do that, hey, you can drink. No big problem. So let's get back on track. Peace. That's, that's what I was coming back to. That's all we want. We just want peace. We don't need all this other stuff here. It's good. But it's not like we need to have it. And most people who think like that are the ones that the most high is looking for. Those are his chosen people. And you're going to find them because you're going to know them by their fruits. Everything is not always going to be about money. It's not a big thing. What it's going to be about is peace. I want to be able to enjoy the time I have here and spend that time with my father with the most high looking for him, trying to understand what it is he want me to do here in this earth, according to his will. That's all you're trying to do where well, everybody else is all out here trying to get the money, you know. So therein lies that problem and, and dealing with that. So, again, the most high never said you can't have wealth, but he's going to be first. And that's why I keep coming back to that with these other people are talking about with the uh, Jeremiah uh 29:11 uh prosperity and he wants you to have all no they, he wasn't even talking about that he was talking about them going into captivity making themselves comfortable as far as being able to take care of their basic needs you know and he said hey after those 70 years i'm going to bring you back home bring you back to uh jerusalem so with that being said let's go into uh cuz i read from i uh, was the NIV And then I read from the King James. Well, let's go into the Safer and see what it says. Does does it sound like uh, either of the other two? Verse 11, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says Yahuwah, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Okay, sounds exactly like the King James Version. Nothing like that NIV and all those other verses where they make stuff up. It, it That's that's the point. Even some of the other ones were close to it, but they were still on the prosperity end and stuff like that. No, that's that's not what he's trying to uh, tell you. So uh, let's read, and I'm going to cut this one short, uh, 10, all the way down to 14, Jeremiah. So you'll get an idea. Verse 10, uh, Jeremiah, for thus says Yahuwah. That after 70 years be accomplished at Babel, which is Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you and causing you to return to this place. He's talking about Jerusalem. You're going to take them out, send them to Babylon, bring them back. Verse 11, which we just went over, but we're going to say it again. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says Yahuwah, thoughts of peace, And not of evil. To give you an expected end. Okay verse 12. Then shall ye call upon me. Then shall you call upon me. And ye shall go and pray unto me. And I will hearken unto you. So you're going to go pray unto the most high. And he will listen. That's what hearken means. I will hearken. I will listen unto you. Verse 13. And ye shall seek me. That's the only way you're going to get there. You got to seek out the most high and find me. And when you sell search for me with all your heart. So you got to search the most high out with everything you got, because in reality, that's all you got. The most high is it. If you wait no man to do this, you waiting on family, a pastor, preacher, reverend, priest, whatever. They're not going to help you. I keep telling you, you are responsible for your own salvation. And the only way you're going to do that is find out that through uh, the father, uh, he's going to help you uh, do what you need to do here according to his will. 14, and I will be found of you, says Yahuwah, and I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places whether I have driven you, says Yahuwah, and I will bring you again into the place whence. I had caused you to be carried away captive. Again, that's what he's saying. From wherever you were at, whether you was in the four corners of this earth, uh, whether you were in uh, Jerusalem, wherever you were at, I'm going to bring you back. So again, all that would correlate to even to today. Even though that happened a long time ago, nothing new under the sun. So the most high is going to bring us back and you can, The only way you're going to get there is to pray to the most high, search him out with everything that you got. And uh, like I said, you're going to have to read, you're going to have to pray, you're going to have to fast. So this is what I'm trying to tell you people. You can say what all you want, you can do what all you want, but at the end of the day, the most high is still in control of everything. And without him, nothing is going to get done. You can do it on your own, but guess what? You're not going to get very far unless again, you pray to some other God and that other God bless you and uh, give you whatever it is, but you're going to pay the price for that. So again, at the end of the day, it's all up to you. It's up to you. It's not up to me. It's up to you, you praying and looking for your creator. If you do that, all will be well with you. Amen. even said that in Exodus. Even just to touch on that real quick, even though I went over some of that, when they were going through, when uh, the Most High was uh, putting the plagues on Egypt, we're talking about the first time here, and uh, Pharaoh didn't want to let them go. In the end, when uh, he ended up killing all the firstborn uh, of everything, <laughs> the cattle, the, the the children, the men, the women, firstborn, they even... I even read where they even dug up the bones of the firstborn and brought them back. Uh the dogs did. It, it it was crazy. So he was telling them, I can do this. But even when they was doing all that, guess what we were doing? We, who had already, as he had already instructed us to do, you know, he said, Go ahead and place this, this blood over your house, over the mantle, over the doorpost. And, uh, I will, I will see that and I will go away from that area. So all of us knew what we were supposed to do. And, uh, we did that. And not only we did that, he told us to have a feast and that's what we did. So when they came, uh, that was, uh, Pharaoh's, uh, daughter. Yeah. Pharaoh's daughter, which was, uh, Moses stepmother, the one that helped raise him. And asked him, hey, what are you guys doing? You know, just killed all the firstborn and you guys up here having a feast. That's what we were doing. The world, according to them, was going to H-E-L-L in a handbasket. But to us, it was a party. It was a feast. Because guess what? We were at peace and had to worry about all that. The Most High already took care of us. So we were enjoying now the fruits of our labor. He told us to rest. Have a good time, drink, eat, be merry. This is what he told us to do. That's what we were doing when everything else was falling down around us. So my point is today, when everything starts falling down around you, unless you got the most high, unless you're doing what he's asking you to do his will here, you should be having a party. I don't mean like a party party, but you know what I mean? A feast. You're going to be at peace. You're going to have rest and you don't have to worry about what everybody else is dealing with. So, yeah, all this stuff is happening around us with the stock markets, the gas, the food prices, politicians, lost their minds, everything that's evil. Uh, Men want to be women. Women want to be men. All this evilness that's all around us. He said, hey, don't worry about it. I'll take care of you. All we want is peace. And I'm going to leave it at that. All praises. To the Most High, Yah, so be it.